Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, a local metalhead. With me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? So, you wanted to watch Violent Night, so I told you we would go and watch it, and then we'd talk about it. I legit can't tell you the last time I was this stoked to go see a, a Santa Claus movie. Yeah, after you showed me the trailer, I was pretty pretty excited, too. I was like, nobody I know will appreciate this shit more than Greg. Yeah. I said, if anybody's going to go to see this with me, it's going to be Greg. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I love David Harbour. Like, ever since Stranger Things, I've, like, really enjoyed his work. Well, we were talking earlier, and I think he's been great as little He's I, I know him from a bunch of little roles, mm-hmm. like Equalizer and Suicide Squad, stuff like that. Um, but I've always enjoyed him. Um, I thought he played a great bad guy in most stuff, but he's now, he's, like, because of Stranger Things and... Hellboy, he's now he's playing the hero and he fucking kills it as Santa Claus. Yeah, he definitely holds his own in this fucking movie. Dude, he looks as good as Santa Claus as fucking John Hamm does in the World Cup commercials. <laughs> like, you ever just see a motherfucker and you're just like, God, oh, this dude's meant to play Santa. Right. Like, you know who else did a great job? Fucking Mel Gibson. He looks like a good Santa, dude. Right. The and, Fat uh, Man is like this movie, but like even hard, more hardcore with like the fucking killing and the injuries and shit this like, one's more hardcore or the fat man is the fat man is oh, dude. i didn't and watch it's that way one. more ridiculous a little kid's like fuck santa i'm gonna kill him oh my god it sends a team of hitmen led by walter coggins to murder fucking mel gibson who's santa <laughs> and like all the elves and shit and then like he's out there fucking killing off these motherfuckers <laughs> and walter coggins his motivation is that he was like He's a problem child, and he never got anything for Christmas. It's fucking ridiculous, bro. It kind of sounds like this movie a little bit. It, it it is, but like it just like I don't know. It just doesn't seem like uh, I don't know, man. This one was more. It, I think people don't like Mel Gibson like that anymore. Not really. I kind of fell off the Mel Gibson train. Um, this one, David yeah. Harbour's more of a fan favorite, right? And this one surprised me because when you see the trailer, you think it's like all action. But there's some heart sprinkled in this movie. There really is, man. There's some moments that it kind of is like, all right, man. Like, you, it gives you hope and humanity. Yeah, it uh, sprinkles in some, like, Christmas cheer in this movie. Uh, a violent movie. This is, like, one of the few Santa movies that kind of gets into his backstory a little bit. Apparently, Santa was, like, Thor. He was a fucking Viking. Yeah, he yeah. was, like, a Viking Thor-type character. He has this fucking badass hammer that unfortunately spoilers like you don't get to see him use in the whole fucking movie yeah 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 he holds it for like five seconds at the end and i'm like oh okay santa's thor well i mean he does use a hammer it's just right but not that one yeah 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 it's not his thor hammer oh believe me folks very creative on some of the kills in this one yeah i was actually surprised at how like creative they got Uh, and i'm glad too the only two icicle kills man i was really proud of them for not going at that low-hanging fruit so much um, I I liked how creative they were because there was one kill that I was like, "What are you, what are you going to do here?" And I was like, "Didn't see that coming." I loved that they never let him use a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, um, it would have just cheapened it, right? But like, I loved how he holds up this fucking assault rifle, and he's like, "Does any of you know how to use these gizmos?" Because he has no fucking clue. That's right. how old he is. Yeah. Um, but that was badass. So the movie opens. Um, first of all, cast, we, we haven't said a lot about the cast. Well, we talked about David Harbour, but David Harbour, the great John Leguizamo plays yeah. the heavy in this. I feel like one. we need an applause. Like, yeah, I fucking, fucking love John Leguizamo. We do need an applause button. 
Uh, and then we have, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Taika Waititi's yeah, fucking stunt say. double, dude. <laughs> fucking Alex Hassel looks just like that fucking... The first, like, quarter of this movie, I had to convince myself that was not Ta- Taika Waititi. I fucked up. Like They I, have to be like... I've seen this dude in something else. I don't know what it is. <laughs> right. I knew it wasn't Taika, but he fucking does look, like, identical to him in my mind. Yes. Uh, Alex- Alexis Louder? Oh, Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, I was about to say those two are those three are like the biggest. Oh, and Beverly D'Angelo playing the grandma. Oh yeah, she was badass. She was as good as old bitch. Dude. Mm-hmm. She really was. Like she she played a like mean rich lady very well. Um, and I actually liked the kid that played uh, Be- Beatrice. Like I was whatever. trying to put my finger on it. Like there was a kid from like the nineties that like he was like channeling that kid. I, I thought he looked like, I thought he was being Justin Bieber, honestly. Justin Bieber, yeah. Like, I could like see that. early teen Justin Bieber, because right. like even the hair and like all that shit. Yeah. I just there was a kid in the nineties that played the asshole kid and mm. it reminded me of him. But yeah, he did a he did a fine job. And the little girl, uh Leah Brady. Leah Brady. She she was she, great. She stole the movie, in my opinion. She yeah. was adorable. She was the heart of the movie. She really was. Like she did a great job of like not coming off corny mm-hmm. and cause like it's very that you're walking a tight line. I, as crazy as this is, we're talking about a movie about fucking Santa Claus going badass on people. Yeah. Like, smashing people's can, face in with a hammer. Right. It could go very slapsticky very quickly. And I felt like they did a good job of that, having fun, but also taking it somewhat serious. I have it. to agree. They really did a good job. Cause I was thinking that when watching this, I'm like, I know what this is going into it. Are they going to go full slapstick silly and not take the story serious? Right. But they didn't. They had fun with it, but they still had a solid story that made you care about these characters. So I will say this. It was very hard for me not to make comparisons to Die Hard because the vault, even the vault, like how. Yes, it does play homages to like previous like crime movies during Christmas. I'll give it that. Dude, the Home Alone. I really thought it would be like not, you know what I'm saying? Like we've seen this so many times. Like, but that little girl actually, I had fun with it. Like she was fucking them people up. Like, right, right, right. It was it was unassuming. You're because in Home Alone he sets up the traps and you're like, oh, this is how it's gonna go. That's the PG version. This is like this the is X-rated the X-rated version. X-rated version because she sets up the traps and you're like, oh, it's gonna set up like this, and it goes off the rails. And you're like, I did not see that coming. This is how fucked up David Stern or Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci should have been. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. This movie. Like when she rips that bitch's hair out, I was like, "Oh my god, like that's terrible." She does that super cool, like fucking backflip shit to get up, and like she rips the fucking back of her head off, scalped her ass. So the whole premise of this movie is oh, what's her what's the old lady's name? Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly D'Angelo is a very rich and powerful woman, mm. and she has a bunch of money in her house. Lightstone, Mrs. Lightstone. And uh, John Leguizamo and his crew come in to steal it. And at the same time, the real Santa Claus, which we have to say, was there dropping off was, uh, was there dropping off gift. So he can't just leave this little girl in there. Well, he like has I said, save them. I love that part of it. Like the the fact that he was there was just pure coincidence because yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> the little girl, she's a sweetheart. She cares about Santa a lot. So she made cookies and she poured the milk and. You know, so like he's eating the cookies and like he obviously is a cookie connoisseur, you know, he, yeah, yeah. he eats thousands of them. And uh, 
you know, so he's eating the cookie and like they're rich. So she got like some really expensive brandy, pours him a fucking glass of that. He's like, this is before the war. <laughs> and then uh, he's got like, she's got like one of those really nice massage chairs that you see in malls and stuff. And- oh, before that, he uh, he's delivering presents, but he's very like. He's not happy about it because yeah, everyone's so great. Yeah, yeah, he's hammered the whole time. He, he's basically the real Santa, but bad Santa, you yeah. know? It's just like Santa when he's, like, tired of this shit. Like he's, yeah, he's over it. He's Nobody a, appreciates him anymore. You know, all they want is video games and money. And it was literally, like, it even showed the kids' Christmas list. That it was just, like, cash four times in yeah. the video games. And even the stockings, they just put cash in the fucking stockings. Yeah. I never got that as a kid. That would have been nice. But, yeah, like... It so, does a real good job of painting like what where kids are at like nowadays, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and it, it it does suck because like when you are a kid, man, you you believe in Santa, you believe in shit like that, and then I don't know, we, we all become monsters when we get older. Like never, I never believed in Santa. Never? No, there was never a time I was like, oh, that's real. Wow, dude. Yeah. Who hurt you? I don't know. I just I guess I knew he was a fictional character, but I like it was fun to. Imagine, I guess. I was like solid down until I was like nine. Yeah. And then I started kind of seeing holes in the, in the theory, in the theory, you know, and mm-hmm. then, then you just kind of believe for another year because you got a younger sibling that's okay with it. And right. you want to want good gifts and Santa brings better gifts than your mom and dad. Everybody <laughs> knows that. So, yeah. You know, my mom still does it. She'll take pictures of the presents she gets, and she's like, Santa Claus came. Like still acts like I believe in him, which that's you know, adorable, right? Well, you know, you don't have kids, so she has to just to get her kicks in. This know. is true. She just which, treats you. I fucking love Christmas, by the way. It's my favorite holiday. That's the only reason I agreed to this because it is my I favorite holiday as well. Um, Even though your birthday is on Halloween, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like everybody thinks, oh, cool, your birthday's on Halloween. It's got to be your favorite holiday. No, it's, it's not even in my top. I'm three. sick of it. Actually, not even in my top three. Top three. What are the others? He goes Christmas, Thanksgiving is a close second because I love food. Yeah, and then uh, I enjoy uh, Valentine's Day. Do you? Yeah, I do, man. I think it's like you know, just a nice day for you to you know tell the woman, the person in your life that you know they mean something to you. You do that. You can do that all year long. You don't have to wait for a special day. Yeah, but you get like extra credit if you do it on Valentine's Day, <laughs> aka blowjob. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're into. Finger in the butt. Yeah, you know, I mean, whatever. that's the one time a year your old lady's like, eh, all right. We skip Valentine's Day in this house. Do you? We do not celebrate it. Huh. Yeah. And that's why I don't fuck with Scientology, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so I am sick. I have been sick for a few days, so I'm trying not to laugh really hard, but this motherfucker's trying to make me laugh, and I don't want to cough all over the microphone. So anyway, um, so Santa... Right. He's in here. He's eating and he's like, oh, homemade cookies. And he's here's the gunshots. And he's like, fuck, I don't want to deal with this shit today. But then he goes to leave. And his magic like fails. Oh, yeah. That was pretty fun. Pretty like convenient. You know, that's weird that this is the second time I've seen a Santa do the thing with the nose. Uh, Tim Allen does it in the Santa Claus series. Mm. I just noticed that like I was like, I guess that's like a Santa staple I didn't pick up on over the years. I was thinking, I think this movie kind of like takes a lot of tropes from different like Santa Claus movies and kind of like meshes them together. Kind of yeah. like Die Hard and Santa right. Claus and everything. Like, I think it's pretty clever, you know. But, yeah, because the first. Yeah, I haven't really seen anyone do the nose thing. Like this was, like you said, probably the second time I've seen it. So they might have just 
you know, taking it from there. But, uh, yeah, so he's, like, going to get out. No, no, it's not working. Yeah, because he drinks so much fucking alcohol, I'm assuming. And that and the Christmas spirit's dying. That's true, yeah. I think that's, like, the main thing, you know? Uh, So he can't get up on the roof, and the first bad guy he encounters comes in, and he's like, hey, man. I don't. Wanna, I love how he tries to hide behind the fucking tree. Right, right, right. Like he's not six five. You know, a massive individual. Look, man, I don't want any part of what's going on here. I'm just gonna move. I'm just gonna up, get my bag and I'm gonna get out of here. Going up the chimney, and then of course, old boy just tries to like kill him. And the first thing he does, he like tries to shoot him with this big rifle. So he points it up and it shoots the roof. And the fucking reindeer book it. <laughs> They're out of there. They said fuck everything about this. So he's like, fuck not the reindeer. Like, he ends up killing that guy. And he looks out the window and the uh, reindeer just flying off. He's like, how <laughs> oh, fuck are you going to leave me? <laughs> and uh, so then, 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 then the fun starts. First, he's still going to like walk. I don't know why, but like he's got it in his head. He's going to walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want any of these fucking problems, even though he was a fucking Viking right. or Viking. Well, but, like uh, you said, it's like it, his mind for it, mindset is kind of like fuck Christmas now. Like, yeah, that's true. They've, they've beat me. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is what the world has come to. I don't right. want to be a part of it, kind of thing. But he sees the little girl, and you know, that's literally the only reason why he stays. Mm-hmm. And uh, her dad gave her the little walkie-talkie. I thought that was pretty amusing. Like, you see it in the trailer, mm. and I was like, how are they gonna explain that? And he gets the bad guys like walkie talkie and he changes the frequencies and it picks up on hers. I thought it was pretty clever. Cause even Santa tries to call 911. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, of course they cut the phone lines. I love how they set up Al, like the guy in the booth, like he's going to be like the last line of defense against these guys. Mm. And he's like the first motherfucker to get it. dude. <laughs> John Luzamo blows his shit right off. Uh, but yeah, so pretty much, uh, Santa just starts going to, going to work like one by one on these dudes, mm-hmm. and the little girl goes to hide in the attic, which I thought was a nice touch. Uh, the interactions with the family, because there's the dad, her, the little girl's dad, who is the is Beverly D'Angelo's son, and then there's a lady. I've seen her in other stuff. I don't re- really realize her name right now. Oh, you're talking about the, like the Edie Patterson? Yeah, Patterson. I was trying to think of where I seen her before, but you know she does pop Patterson, up. Patterson, yeah. She's been in like sitcoms and stuff. I've yeah. seen her. Um, but yeah, so she's the sister and her family is like, she's got the Justin Bieber kid and she's got like the super douchebag boyfriend who's like t- 15 years younger than her. And he thinks he's an action star and shit. Like when, when, the, when you first get introduced to their characters and she's like, kiss me in front of my son. <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck? Why would she say that? <laughs> right. Like, right, right. <laughs> She's asserting dominance. And it's just like, it's just like a funny ass scene, dude. Um, so they come in and they're like talking to He's talking about like, when he's going to fucking murder everybody and torture everybody. And he's like, he's like, I'm getting very angry. And what I do, I start shooting people at random. He goes, and then like the little Justin Bieber kid raises his hand. He's like, what? He's like, but if you shoot people random, what, what happens if you randomly shoot the person that knows where it's at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they go down to get the money that they're there for and realize the fucking vault's empty, so. He's like, I fucking hate you people. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it was pretty funny. There was a lot of like comedic say, moments in yeah. this and it wasn't overly <laughs> done. It was like a perfect balance of everything. Yeah. It was just funny enough. It was just silly enough. And it just had enough heart. Like right. these guys are the ones that did the uh, Sonic movies. Mm-hmm. So I just have to give credit where credit's due. Like I fuck with both Sonics. Eh. Like I didn't watch the second one, but the first one, just not my thing. Yeah. Idris Elba killed it as Knuckles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it. But they did a good job on this movie. Like tone. Like I thought it was perfectly balanced. And so. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey killed his his daughter. Oh yeah, it's Jim Carrey though. He does great and everything. I know. You know, I was wondering like why we never got a Grinch too. I don't need it. I feel like it would be milking a cow. Yeah, probably at this point. But, but like, even still, like I don't want to see a Grinch too. Would you rather saw a Grinch too or a Dumb and Dumber too? Because you, you didn't get a choice. You just got Dumb and Number 2. Yeah. So, and then like a lot but of But it was people, so fucking long. Like the the space between the two. 20 years. Yeah. Like. It was hilarious how they like wrote up the gap though. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking gold. <laughs> I thought going in, I was like, this might be the best sequel we ever see. And it wasn't. But still had some good moments. Yeah. Um, but yeah, David Harbour does a great job of um, mixing just, mixing in the action with the comedy. Yeah, definitely. I mean? like, Can we just talk about how, so he fights that one guy and then he realizes he's like pouring blood. So he has to go and stitch himself, stitch himself up. up. So he takes his fucking clothes out. And I love that you said you're like, Santa's about that life. Cause he's like covered in these like Nordic scars and fucking like, yeah. Cause you don't know his backstory yet. Right. And it just, you're like, what the fuck is Santa about? Yeah, he's just covered in Nordic fucking mythology tattoos mm-hmm. and like fucking scars of war. And I'm just like, oh, Santa's about that life. Yeah. Like, and then he fucking takes like uh, Christmas supplies and sews himself up. He yeah. even wraps a bow around his fucking Christmas paper over the wound. Like yeah. my, my wife was like, this is so silly. But I'm like, yeah, that's what makes it funny. Just silly enough. And he's like talking to the little kid while he's doing it. Very diehard moment. Yeah, he's a uh, pal. Mm-hmm. You know, John McClane's talking to Family Matters. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's great, man. I just like there was so, like so many fucking very cool kills. Like I don't want to. I was thinking about it on the way over here. Like, are we doing a fucking spoiler podcast? Like, I know we've already, but I feel like people are gonna know what the fuck this movie is like i don't feel like we're really ruining ruin anything uh the wife just texted me she's like holy shit the dad from violent night was the translucent from the boys that's where i fucking recognized him from i knew i recognized his ass <laughs> something dude yes translucent yes doesn't even mean invisible dick <laughs> <laughs> um i do have to say i think i, I i'm gonna chop this up to my expectations but the middle of the movie kind of lulled. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just kind of like when they say violent night, they did a lot of action in the like kind of beginning. And then the middle, they were setting everything up, giving backstories. And there was a lot of like exposition going on, which is, you know, it was fine. But I'm like, I thought this was violent night. I thought we were going to have like nonstop action. kind yeah, of but, thing. But when he goes to the barn, but that's what I was going to say for it. I was, like, that's where I was going to go with this is like, I thought it lulled. But then it picked back up and then it does not let its foot off the gas once it starts going. It's like, and then hey, you get 
the, the movie that yeah. you came to see. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was thinking that, too, for a minute. I was like, you know, you really ain't killed that many motherfuckers. Right. And then next thing you know, the fucking SEAL Team 6 shows up, and they're not the dudes that you think they are, you know? And then he just goes fucking jaw wick on their ass. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. Yeah. Uh, I love the the fucking blades on the, on the skates. That uh, was cool. He's like boxing motherfuckers with figure skates on. Right. Um, the fucking sledgehammer. I was going to say, he takes shit, them to town with the dude. sledgehammer. It was a lot of fun. And like you like, said, there's a cap hurt from watching. He him broke fucking, so many legs. Oh like, my God. Fuck. He kneecaps so many motherfuckers. But that's what you do. You got to take out the legs. Got to go legs, then head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. He pops some pumpkins in that shit. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's exactly what you do. And very creative, like I said, with the way they did it. Yeah. Which um, I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't go cliche. And it wasn't super. There was a little like quick shots, action quick shots. But you don't really see what's going on. You kind of like, mm. you know, what? but there wasn't too much of that. There were still there were some still big shots when he like puts the the blade through the guy's neck. Oh yeah, and puts him up like a Christmas there, tree. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oof. Oh, dude, stabs him through the fucking eye with a star, dude. Yeah, and turn and plugs that bitch in. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of good, uh, not too punny either. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it wasn't like he was like. I mean, of course, it you could got have the, gone there, but it didn't, which I appreciate. Oh, there was still a couple. Bro. No, no, no. I'm they saying they slid him in. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, that's why I loved it. It it. It was great and it was fun, but it wasn't like cheesy fun. Mm-hmm. Like this, like I said, it, it still held its you know foundation as far as the overall tone. You right. know, like it didn't feel like I said it didn't feel all slapsticky and shit. Yeah. Uh, I seen some kids in there though, like pretty young kids that sat in front of us. Really? Would you take? I Brody? would maybe take my son, maybe because he told me. That he didn't believe in Santa anymore, mm-hmm. and you know it, it hurt me a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Because as a parent, you pride yourself on. Well, if they believe in him for too long, you have a retarded kid. So, nah, I'm just saying, like <laughs> you know. But you know, and obviously we had to talk. Like you know, your sister's still young, so you got to fake her for her, right? You know, and you better be fucking convincing. But um, so I maybe would have took him, even though I don't really. It was pretty violent in some parts. Yeah. You know, so that would have been something. But, I mean, he knows that it's fun. You yeah, know, yeah. He knows it. So, I probably would have took him. Um, But, like, yeah, like, any younger than that, no. Nah. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, that's too much. That's a little too much <laughs> for, for too young a kid. Like I said, if they don't believe anymore, it's probably okay. But if they're, like, fucking seven and they just, like, saw you putting out shit, Christmas Eve and like you know what I mean like that I wouldn't take them because like they're gonna that would be pretty crazy if they really believed in Santa Claus and you take them to see this Mm -hmm. like oh Santa Claus is a badass I'm gonna be extra good next year because I don't want him to kill me if anybody comes to rob us on Christmas Eve they're fucked because Santa's a fucking soldier son (laughs) Santa's an absolute fucking unit in this one dude um this was fun, man. Like I said, like we all, we also talked about that on the way home or way over here. And we said like, well, do you want another one? And I do. Cause mm-hmm. I think this is one that could go on. Like If they, if you had the same writers and they kept the same tone and they did something like, I don't know. Like the John Wicks, bro. You just got to find a way to keep it interesting. What if these guys got to have just enough plot? What if John Leguizamo was part of a bigger thing 
and they find out how to get to Santa and they raid Santa's North Pole and he has to fight him off from there. I feel like that's number three. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's number two? Number two is John Leguizamo's brother. Uh, it's the revenge plot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they set a trap for Santa. Like he thinks he's coming to deliver gifts to the little kid. But uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's them waiting on him. So then it's kind of flipped on its neck like he's got the booby traps and shit. Yeah, I but see that. And now when he gets to use a little bit more, uh, he actually gets to use the hammer because from this now movie. Now he has it. Right, because from this movie, now he's always got it on him. And now Mrs. Claus is with him and she's a bad bitch and they just team up and take them out. That's what I'm saying. We get a little more interaction with the reindeers. We get some sleigh kills in this one. Yeah. You know, he do, he's doing fucking maybe some elf kills. You know, maybe he's got his own... Uh, like ninja fucking elves that that he only calls in when it's like real bad, real dire shit, you know. And then, like you said, the third one is: what if the elves aren't little? They're just grown fucking monsters, like a bunch of uh, the mountains walking around. <laughs> yeah, because he's an old Viking. That's the one thing they always get wrong in the in the, in the Christmas movies and shit. Like the elves aren't tiny little things. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But massive. he has these giant like troll elves. Yeah. Like ogre elves. Right. It's like Shrek with pointed ears. Yes. Santa, see this girl giving you a problem. <laughs> like, they're all British. Yes, that would work. Oh, I'm into it. No, okay, now you sold he's got, me. He's got like a pet falcon polar bear. <laughs> like, how dope would that be? You get to watch this polar bear just run through people. <laughs> Fucking. He's drinking Coca-Cola. I was going to say, you got to have the Coke in there. After he's done killing people, he fucking drinks a Coke. Yes. I'm into it. Okay, you sold me. Let's get this. <laughs> let's get this script written. Let's get David, this. David, call pitch. us. David, call us. We got ideas. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed this. It's a highly recommended. Like this is probably gonna make it on my Christmas list. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be buying this when it comes out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like I said, it's it's fun. And like you said, it's not like a family event, but like, you know. But there's still heart in it. That's what I enjoyed is they still had the heart in there and still had that like Christmas spirit feeling. Like I said, uh, I I was super excited for this because like I said, the premise just got me. Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is a Santa Claus movie. I like that. We all deserve. Right. I like that they made him a real Santa, not just like a, you know, bad Santa, like a guy playing Santa. Oh, the, the first 20 minutes, dude, I thought maybe for a second, I was like, man, are we getting some Billy Bob in here too? Yeah, 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 right. Because like, you know, when he fucking throws up on that old lady. <laughs> I said, oh shit, it's Dirty Santa, dude. <laughs> He's out here spreading Christmas chum, dude. But yeah, uh, he tightened it up. Mm-hmm. You know, he found that, he found that, that gangster in him. But yeah. But like I said, that's the, like I said, this is the first time I had been hyped up for a Christmas movie in a while, mm-hmm. and it didn't disappoint. I still left just as thoroughly entertained as as I had hoped for. Yeah, you know, because like I said, a lot of times with these movies, like you go in like ready to have that that fucking awesome time, and you're just kind of let down. You're kind of let down, you know? yeah. Like the previews was the movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh, I'm uh, glad that didn't happen because you could have. Mm-hmm. That easily could have happened here because with these trailers now, man, you see so much. What of did them. we? What was that trailer we watched for something that I'm like, this looks so good, and it's probably gonna be fucking trash. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember what it was. It was but, all trailer. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how. This, oh, Ant Man. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> no, tax really. Collector. Oh, tax collector. Tax collector was like that for me. Yeah. No, the Ant Man. It just it looked like all spectacle. Like it didn't give you like 
much story. It didn't look compelling to me. You get two fucking minutes, man. You can't tell the whole plot, dude. No, but you can do something besides showing me pretty colors and pretty scenery. We gave you Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, the dude playing fucking Kang. We gave gave you a lot, dude. The only thing I don't like from the trailer is, like, it already shows that, like, Ant-Man's daughter's dumb. (laughs) Like, because... She's like, we're sending a message to the quantum realm, and then they get sucked into it, and then she's like, where are we? Bitch, you just said we sent a thing to the quantum We're in the fuck. Clearly, we're in the fucking quantum realm. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't look compelling to me at all, but whatever. I, I love Paul Rudd. I will watch Paul Rudd in anything. I do love him, but I do not. I don't want to see him in these superhero movies anymore. Oh, man, he kills it. I want him to go back to, uh, what's his name? can't think of his name. Sean William Scott? Uh, the director. Oh, Judd? Yeah. Judd I wanted Apatow. to go back to Judd Apatow. Uh, I mean, I'm sure this is 60s coming. Oh. But, uh... They did, this is 40, so you get, naturally they, they do it when they're grandparents. True. Um, is there anything else you had on Violet Night that you wanted to talk about, or...? No, like I said, I don't want to give too much away, just in case, yeah. you know... I didn't want to give away any of the special kills, like, so I'm saying, see like, those on your own. It, uh... You know, it is fairly new and it just came out Friday, so right. I want to give people a chance to see it. But yeah. I still feel like we gave a good, solid review on it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's uh, not the longest review we've ever done. At 30 minutes. Yeah, I know what I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, we usually do about 30 minutes movie review and then we bullshit after for about another yeah, yeah, 30 no. minutes. I was telling you earlier, dude, I'm so fucking excited for these movies, bro. There's so many popcorn flicks coming out next year. I know, year. you were excited. What uh, Super what are you excited for? I, I First of all, Transformers 6, bro. Why? Give me anything turning into a robot. No. Take my money, bro. Take the my first money. one was good, but after that, it's a trash. Watch your fucking mouth. They're all Trash good. movies. Michael Bay can direct these for the rest of eternity, and I'm fine with it. Dude, I Somebody, watched Optimus Primus, dude. Like, there's gonna be somebody did make a good point. Like, he's making a certain type of art for a certain type of person, and it's just I'm just not it. Like, I don't want strictly action movies. I don't want all just spectacle. I want some like some substance in there. But because your inner child has died, uh, you can't, to, can't love something simple just because it's great. You have to have a deep meaning through it, and all it has. It has me. It's like therapy. It helps me figure out who I am as a person, and I just can't get that from Michael Bay because all I get is explosions. Fuck no, yeah. really, I just haven't. I've never cared for the and Transformers sounds. Uh, my brother made a comment. He's like, the Transformers, whenever they shift, sound like um dubstep beatboxing. Kind of. It's yeah. awesome. Decepticons. <laughs> I love that shit. No, he said dubstep is what Transformers sound like when they beatbox. There you go. Nice. Oh, what other movies are you excited for? Indiana, Indiana Jones 5. He's so old. I He's like 100 years old. I don't give a shit, bro. It's fucking Harrison Ford. You fucking love IPs, don't you? No, everybody loves Harrison Ford. You, uh, Dude, Harrison Ford could kick our ass right now. No, I'm not arguing at that. Eight years old, at eight years old. I love Blade Runner. He's fucking Han Solo, bro. <laughs> don't go Blade Runner. Don't I have, love Blade don't Runner. Have, like, that's, not the mo- that's not the most recognized thing. That you think of. That's my favorite movie he's been in. Air Force One comes to my fucking head before that bullshit. Like, Mm. get off my plane. (laughs) So good. Love Blade Runner. Gary Oldman's the bad guy. Oh, is he? In Air Force One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I thought you were talking about in the new Indiana Jones, because that would be some... No, but that would be dope. I don't know who it is. It's the Nazis. It's always the Nazis, dude. Hey, can we talk about that one movie, uh, Knock at the Cabin Door? Yeah, that looks like it's going to be terrible. But I'm kind of intrigued. Because you want to know why they're there. Fucking M. Night, he's like so good at the box. Like, what's in the box? What's Uh, in the fucking box? What's in the box? (laughs) He does get me so intrigued. The only one I wasn't. I feel like it's going to be the village all over again. Oh my God. If it is, I will (laughs) find him and spit in his face. It, uh, yeah, I'm not, he's not enough to, you know, I tell you the last time I got excited for was, uh, Glass. And I still haven't watched it. I still haven't either. I I bought it to watch it. And Split I still, was so good. Split was good. And I and I didn't even like Unbreakable that much. But the fact that it connected to Split made it worth it. And made me excited for Glass. I dude. love Unbreakable. I rewatched it recently. And uh, yeah, here we are. You know, another cap, three years later, and I still haven't seen Glass. Capping in the wood. Um, but anyway, so John Batista or Dave Batista, Dave Batista yeah. is in this, and he says, "You guys have to make a choice, and whatever your choice is, can either save or destroy the world." And it's just two dudes and a little girl in a cabin. So mm. I, I just like, what's in the box? I want to know. Like, fuck. It's kind of like us. Whenever us kill, came out, they're gonna have to fucking kill the one of them or the kids. Like, you know, it's gonna come down to that. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. And they you have to kill yourselves or this little girl. Yeah. To save the world. Yeah. For some reason, for whatever reason it is. But you know, he's trying to paint it like there's some conspiracy theories, but it's probably going to be like, have you ever seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. I feel like it's a prequel to that <laughs> because that's what he had. You had to either kill the virgin yeah. or the world ends. Right. And they just fucking hug it out and let the world in. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know. I uh, just interested. Fucking... I don't know why people call me when they know I'm recording. They probably don't know you're recording. That's what silence was for. I'm a highly, I know, but I turned it on when we left the movie. I don't know why. I was going to say, we left the movie, came straight to do the podcast. What other uh, movies are you excited about? (sighs) Well, Ant-Man, even though you've tried shitting on it. Tried shitting uh, on it? um, That still looks fantastic. Not to me. Uh, the new animated Spider-Man movie looks awesome. Um, I kind of want to see Babylon. Kind of don't. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Babylon. That's that yeah. looked interesting. That looked yeah. good. I liked it. Kind of like it a intri- trippy, trippy picture. It intrigued me because I love Margot Robbie. I want to see her in everything. Mm, and Brad Pitt's always a killer. Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt in a movie. He might mm. leave and start a new family. Or it could be another, uh, you know, another once upon a time in Hollywood. What's funny is, uh, I didn't see a lot of their interactions together. Like a lot of the things in that movie in the trailer. Anyway, they didn't have a lot of interactions together. It looks like it's going to be a long one. It it looks long as fuck. It looks three hours long easily, but I I think it seems interesting. Uh, cocaine bear looks dumb as looks fuck. ridiculously amazing. It's like, like this movie. It's gonna like be, Violent Night, but yeah. just without the heart. I honestly like. I'll be honest with you though. Cocaine Bears is, is a is is a like. I got nothing better to do. Watch for me. Well, the thing is, I would go to a theater to see it. There's these like, well, you know about them. Uh, Sharknado, yeah, Piranha. Yeah. You know this falls into that category. But it like for some reason got a budget because that bear looks good. They put they put Ice Cube Junior in that. 
Yeah, they put a lot of money into this movie for it to be like one of those ridiculous you know, movies. I, you know why I feel so bad though? I think dude, like God bless Ray Liotta's soul, but like that's the last movie he was in. Yeah. Where was he at financially? Poor fucking guy. Like it may be an amazing movie that this was worth you know be, dying though. for. It can't be though. You said you're excited for Avatar, which I'm not. I do. I think the second I did not like the good. first one. I was trying to see what James else. Cameron knows what he's doing. I believe in the vision. <laughs> I'm kind of excited for Mario. Like, show me Blue Fern Gully. I'm holding. Yeah, right. Um, oh, the new Joker movie. Not excited because I heard it's a musical. Yeah, but. And I love Joaquin Phoenix, and I believe in anything he wants to do. Like, I believe he'll commit. It'll be good. He killed Johnny Cash. Like, he yeah, 100%. walked the line is fantastic. I just feel like he wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't going to be, like, worth doing. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I just don't understand how you're going to play the Joker. I'll watch it, and, and then, then I'll turn let around you know. and do a fucking song and dance number. Like, I think that's what they're, like, trying to paint it as. It's like a, a marketing thing, but it might be very, like, subtle. Maybe. I don't know. Um, what about Megan? No. <laughs> Absolutely. Me and you both looked not. at each other after this trailer and we're like, no, we're not going to watch that because that is nightmare fuel. Dude, when she got on all fours and started running, I was like, Probably absolutely a hundred percent not. That scared the shit out of me. And it was just a trailer. Mm. I've never been that fucking uncomfortable. And when she was like dancing minutes. in the hallway, dude, that shit gave me chills. Like whoever... Is making this movie a good job at creeping me the fuck out because fuck that. Mm. Oh shit, guess what else is coming out this uh 2023? Mad Max the Wasteland. Is Tom Hardy in it though? I don't know. Yes. Top cast, Tom Hardy. Okay. Charlie Theron. Oh really? Because I Chris heard Hemsworth. that she wasn't gonna be in it. Or he wasn't gonna be in it, one or the other. They're both in it. They're both credited, so. Or it's what if it's like a flashback and they're only in it for like a scene. Uh, Either way, I'm excited because he can do no wrong. Well, I heard that they were talking about making it like Furiosa. Yeah, become, yeah, it was going to uh, be her. The focus because I guess like Tom Hardy was having a hard time lining the shit up to do it. Uh, he was like, I can't just sit around and wait for fucking 10 years to do these movies. Right. But uh, the first one was so fucking popular and so big. Like, why is it taking this long? It's like Avatar. It's probably the only say other James movie Cameron. other than Avatar I could think of that's just like, why the fuck is it taking you this long to make another Yeah, one? but you know how long it took him to do the first one? Like, just because we didn't have a first one to compare it to. it he, the, the, the original Mad Maxes came out in the fucking 80s, early no, 90s. I get it's that. been 20 years. But the reason why was because uh, all the fucking George Miller had to fucking sit out there in the desert for two years. <laughs> practicing these stunts with people because every insurance I'm assuming every insurance company was like yeah fuck you we're never gonna sign off on dudes playing guitar on bungee cords hanging from moving fucking rigs like no no absolutely not it was so worth it though they would all die you know what I mean and like there's flames shooting out of shit you know what I mean like so it, it makes sense but like once you did it and you proved that you could do it safely and it could be a hit critically and financially. Yeah. And then it still takes 10 more fucking years to do it. Like, right. he ain't done that many fucking Venom movies, dog. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's been time for Tom it. Tom Hardy is a hot commodity right now. I get it. But, like, he's still, like, he's done all these different movies that, like, he still knocks them out. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. 
I'm not trying to rush greatness by any means. I obviously don't do this shit for a living, so I'm not going to try to pretend like I know, but I don't know. I just feel like it does suck when you have those like big leaps. Um, Like I was watching Bloodline at that show. Mm. And once I got to the last season, it was so far between like seasons that I was like, I don't care anymore. Right. Oh, but it kind of hits it, sometimes it can kind of hinder the 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 hype the you know what i'm seeing the 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 build up if yeah. you if you let it cool off before you do it you yeah. know either way i'm still excited so cuz i like honestly think about it though like if they would have done avatar 2 3 years after avatar 1 and it became the most high. It would make a trillion million. Thank you. Right. It would make a trillion million. It's like Avengers movies. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Like what it's about. It's going to make the money, but you wait 13 years by, you know what I mean? I can't imagine anybody being like, yeah, that's going to be that good. It's one of those things. He's waiting for people to have kids old enough to take them to the movie. They're like, remember avatar this movie. I grew up on this movie. I've been waiting for this for as long as you've been born. That's true. Maybe he's cashing in like he that's And life. now those kids are gonna grow up and have to wait till the fucking third. Now apparently they're gonna come out every year like uh Star Wars did. Well, uh Sam Worthington was on uh Fallon the other night and they was asking him, he's like, Can you tell us like he's like, We've heard that y'all have filmed like three or four of these already and he's like he's like, I can tell you a little bit. He's like he's like, We've obviously done the whole second one. He's like, we've done parts of the third and fourth. He goes, because we had to worry about the kids getting too old. So yeah. we had to shoot their scenes so they could still be passable, you know, um, so they didn't age out as quick. He's like, but other than that, he's like, no, we still got to go shoot the shit. He talked about like with this one, because obviously it's the way of water, but like he had to be underwater for hours shooting shit. Yeah. So like he would just like, because you had to decompress because they were in these like deep ass pools. So he said that he would just take his breaks underwater and the camera crew would just give him the fucking oxygen. And he he's such a shit. fucking extra guy. Dude, like, like I was just like, he's on another level. Fucking dedication. Right. Cause he's like, I'm 47 years old. He goes, it takes me longer to get out of the fucking pool than to just stay down there. He's like, so I just stay down there. I'm like, that's insane, dude. It's also yeah. badass. Yeah. He's uh he's, uh, he's on another level at James Cameron. So yeah, I think it's, I think the 2023 is going to be a fucking movie movie, son. Yeah, I'm kind of excited now that I looked at all those movies. Like, Cocaine Bear is probably number one that I'm most excited for. So That's (laughs) fucking shocking. Um, So, um, we went and saw this movie, and I just used it as my pick because it just fell under that week. But, uh, so I figured I would just let you have next week and still just stay on the the rotation. So it's going to be your pick. You wanted to start Christmas movies. Well, this starts the Christmas movies, but now we're going right. to get into like the classics. Well, I mean, I think you have to go with the biggest. What's that Christmas movie of all time? If you're gonna, if you're gonna do, if you it. say Die Hard, I'm shutting down the podcast. It, you know that's what I want to say though. <laughs> like this movie, you can't say it doesn't fucking go with it. Like not just the Christmas aspect, but the fucking action too. But for the sake of it, I I, I will I won't go Die Hard. I'm going to try to pick something else. Um, we did office Christmas party last year. Yeah. And we did night before. So we did jiggle all the way. Um, so my, my options are getting limited. Like as far as like what I can pick. 
What are you talking about? You can pick whatever you want. There's so many Christmas movies out there. I know, but there's not good Christmas movies out there. <laughs> not tons, anyways, that mm. I consider good. Yeah, it's um, all personal preference. Because there's some people out there, they only want to watch those like love story Christmas movies. Right. There's some that only only want action Christmas movies. Some people only like horror Christmas movies. So it's all personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to go Christmas vacation. Really? Yeah. Chevy Chase. We're, I'm, you know what I mean? You won't let me have Die Hard, so we're going to go Christmas vacation. You're going to have to deal with Chevy. You don't want to deal with Bruce. <sighs> okay. Were you really going to pick Die Hard? I was thinking about it, yeah. You were thinking about it? That was like an 80-20. 80-20. Because like, I was like, I want to do Christmas Vacation, but I'd rather do Die Hard. Because I haven't watched Die Hard yet. Well, so. we can leave it for the after Christmas party. We can talk about Die Hard if you want to. Okay. Because it'll be your pick, then my pick. Then you'll have another one, but it'll probably be after Christmas. Okay. Well, I'll probably do like a New Year's movie. We'll probably do New There's Year's not a lot Eve. of New Year's movies, are there? We'll, we'll do New Year's Eve <laughs> with Ashton Kutcher. It's it's really I haven't seen mediocre. That. I was going to say most of the shit he's done is mediocre. It might be Valentine's Day I'm thinking of, but I know they made a New Year's Day too. Yeah. Oh, we could do When Harry Met Sally. That's a fucking New Year's movie. Yeah. That's a good New Year's movie. It's a great New Year's movie. You Got Mail feels like a Christmas movie, even though it's not really. I haven't seen it in so long. It takes, is it a Christmas movie? It's part of the movie takes place during Christmas. Does it? Because like it shows their whole like relationship, you know? Oh yeah. Cause Tom Hanks figures out that it's her before she figures out it's him. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like the whole thing. Like he like fucked with her and then was like, I want to be with you. Right. It is a really good movie. I haven't seen it in so long, but you know, well, we'll just come to that bridge when we cross it. But so Christmas vacation it is. Okay. Christmas vacation next week, y'all. Hopefully I feel better till then, but till then. Later. Later.